Curry with the shot, Ben cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301, live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 182 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back in another episode, man. It's been a little minute. It's been a couple of weeks since I did an episode, man, but I didn't, I didn't forget about you guys. I never could, man. I love you guys, you know, my dear audience and, you know, my new audience members, but I appreciate you guys for rocking with me, man. Really, really appreciate it. Just been a couple of things going on in the personal life, you know, start a new job and, um... Uh, daylight savings time has been messing with me. I was just telling B. Jones a little bit off camera. Say, bro, remind me to never start a new job right around the same time as daylight savings time. Cause it'd be 6 p.m. and it feel like 11, like, like real life. But I'm happy, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to bring you guys an episode, man. And, you know, as you can see in the description, the title of the episode, man, this is going to be a mid-season review, a mid-season recap, whatever you want to call it. Me and my guy, B. Jones, we do this every year. We do a, a season preview, a mid-season uh, recap, and then we do a postseason recap. And then we also talk, talk about the draft. So he's here with me at least four times during the NFL season or NFL offseason, whatever you want to say. But he's here, man. And, you know, I got to say this because I always say this, man. But without this guy, man, I wouldn't be doing this. And he's been with me since day one, man. I'm the man on the scene, but he's the man behind the scenes. So this is my brother, man. You know, we go way back, man. So so B. Jones, man, what's going on, man? How you doing? And welcome back to the show, most importantly, man. Appreciate you, bro. Man, everything is good. I can't complain. You know, always love coming on the show. So, you know, I just appreciate you for having me, bro. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. You know, anytime, bro. You could be on this show every week if you wanted to. But just wanted to say real right. quick, man, it was good to see you um, at Halloween. Halloween, yeah, yeah. it was good to see you, man, because I hadn't seen you in a while. Um, you That's know, we got, we got to link up with a bunch of our friends from back in the day. You know, shout out to Dwayne. Shout out to Jeff. You know, shout out to everybody that was there, man. We had a good time, man. But but let's get right into it. What we're really here to discuss, man. And it's the NFL season. You know, mid-season recap, you know, we're going to talk some storylines, going to talk some surprises, some disappointments. So let's talk about the the couple of storylines we had. We had a couple of acquisitions that just happened, you know, about mm. you know, 24 hours ago, 24 to 30 hours ago. And we had Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, signing with the L.A. Rams, you know, after he was released by the Cleveland Browns. Uh, what were your mm. initial thoughts when it happened? What do you think, you know, his? what, what do you think could possibly happen with this with him in this Rams offense? Man, I like it. But at the same time, you know, time and time before, we, as we've discussed, like you can't really get too excited about teams like this that stack the deck in the NFL. Like we've seen it. It was getting those before. Eagles vibes last night. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. We've seen it not work before. But then that was my initial thoughts. But then I was thinking today, we saw it work last year. Just last year. Worked. When the Bucks picked up AB, they got had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. So I mean, we have evidence of it working and then not working. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how it meshes on the field. Just like we've seen Matthew Seth, he likes to target Cooper Cup a lot. Mm-hmm. And even even in the beginning of the season, Robert Woods was like, "Bro, I'm not even you know what I'm saying I'm not even really getting that involved because he's targeting Cooper Cup." so much so it's so we have to see like how is that is it going to be like they're going to rotate like two of the three every time or is Odell going to be in the slot is Cooper Cup going to be in the slot 
But so we'll just have to see about how that works on the field. But I mean, I think it's I think it's a solid pickup. I don't think it necessarily raises their ceiling or lowers it. I think it, they're pretty much the same. Um, one concern I still do have for that team is that the run game they can't mm-hmm. really consistently run the ball like how we're used to seeing. Well, how we saw uh, in the prime Sean McVay offense with Todd Gurley. You know that's yeah. really like. Where it was really system. balanced, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's really the key to a system: the running game, setting up the play action. This year, they've been they've he's transitioned to more of a pass heavy. But as we saw on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans, when you can't run the ball consistently, you know that kind of like can hold your offense back if the pass game is not clicking. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely want to hit on a couple of things that you mentioned. Uh, first thing though, on the acquisition, I like it. You know, I don't think it necessarily gives you. It doesn't. It. I still think they'll be about the same. I mean, it's cool. He's a name. He's a, um, you know, you know what he once was in his prime was a like a, a, a home run machine. You know what I'm saying? He could take a slant to the house, uh, you know, 80 yards. But I think this helps. I think, you know, we just saw it, it when him and Cleveland just wasn't the right fit. It, it just it just wasn't. We've talked about it numerous times. You know, it's a run centric offense. We're not high on Baker Mayfield either. So it just, it just, it, it always was an awkward fit. You know what I'm saying? And not to mention the injuries, but it was always like when he got, when he got traded to the Browns, it was like the Browns. It was like, really? Like, how's that going? I'm not going to lie. When it first happened, I was like, oh yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was going to work. But then I did when too. You, when you think about it though, even the, uh, like we were discussing that Baker Mayfield, he's a similar style of quarterback to Kirk Cousins. You know, mm-hmm. he like really relies on the run game and then the play action um, opens up the pass for him. Then I was like, wait, his coach was Kirk Cousins, offensive coordinator yep. in Minnesota. So like, I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking about that. So it's like, it really, like it was, it wasn't really, it was Baker Mayfield, basically Baker Mayfield, he's not a drop back and gunslinger type quarterback. You know, he lets mm-hmm. the run game, gets the run game going, and he play action, but he prefers to throw to the tight ends, and he also prefers to throw, like, to more of a possession receiver type like a Jarvis Landry, not a home run threat like Odell. Yeah. And then, oh, hold on, what did you think about that video that came out? Odell Beckham Jr.'s father uh, posted I didn't, I didn't, video. I didn't watch it. I thought it was just funny, like, the dialogue around it, but I didn't watch it. I yeah, I watched it, it and it, it was kind of wild, bro, like, Bro, he oh I don't I don't like you would think Baker Mayfield had some type of beef with the dude because mm-hmm. like it was some plays where he was open and I mean I'm sure that happens a lot in the NFL I means the NFL but like mm-hmm. it was maybe about three times per game of each mm-hmm. uh game he just he, he's just not that type of quarterback he's just he doesn't he's not really a deep shot type of guy unless that's the play that's drawn up for him for sure. For sure, but the guy was open on hella plays. But I like overall though, I like the move. You know, I'm a, I'm a big Odell fan anyway, so I liked it. Uh, but but we'll see. You know how Matthew Stafford um, spreads the ball around, man. You know, yeah. we had Deshaun Jackson. You know, he wanted to to be more involved in the offense and ended up asking for his release. But I don't think this is quite the same thing. But you know, how, how's he gonna fare? But should be cool. I do want to see the run game get get back going again because, like you said, when Sean McVay's offense is at his best, it's very balanced and, you know, play action. But I do think that has to do a little bit with Jared Goff. You know, Matthew Stafford could do a little more than Goff could. But For sure. we'll, 
We'll see. We'll see, man. But I mean, like I said, I stamped it earlier. The Rams are my team for this year. So we'll we'll freaking see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. But let's move on. Uh, we picked still, up Von Miller as well. If you we picked up Von Miller as well, too. Yeah. Didn't yeah, even talk really, about that. Yeah, ain't too much to say about him. I think it's a good... I think... Um, I don't know if he'll be really an every-down type of player. But um, definitely be there when it's time to rush the pass. Yeah. Third down. So, but yeah, I think I think that's a solid pickup as well, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You get one of the premier... Well, it used to be premier um, edge rushers in the league. Um, he still has a little bit of uh, left in the tank, I believe. So we'll see how it goes. You know, when you get traded to, you know, a situation like that sort of can rejuvenate you. So we'll definitely see. Uh, but let's move on. We had another acquisition yesterday. It was kind of random. Like, literally, it happened kind of fast. Like, I was in the house. Um, shout out to all the veterans, too. I know Veterans Day was yesterday. But it was in the house. And I seen that Cam Newton was meeting with the Carolina Panthers Brad. And then mm -hmm. about like two hours later, hour two hours later, they signed them. So, uh, B. Jones, I want to know what you think because uh, you're a guy that used to be a Panthers fan. You know, when I first met B. Jones to everybody out there, yeah. man, B. Jones used to rock the Steve Smith Panthers jersey yeah. back in the day. Man. And every time, like, every dress down, every dress but down, day, B. Jones. That's funny, that's funny enough. That's funny enough. You borrowed that up because I wanted to. Uh, we can get into it later when we talk about like all the teams, but one of the, I'll probably say 85% of the reason I stopped being a Panthers fan was because of Ron Rivera. So it's, it's funny, it's funny seeing, you know, uh, the Washington fans like turning on Ron Rivera now. But we, we can get into it's that. Pretty, it's pretty wild. Yeah, we definitely gonna yeah, get into yeah, it. Yeah. So let's talk. Mm -hmm. Let's talk Cam Newton, man. What were your thoughts? I, I mean, I know, you, I know, I know what you want to say, but yeah. you're not exactly gonna say it. But <laughs> what's I mean, your thoughts, real quick? I mean, well, I mean not gonna word it exactly how you yeah. said it. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what the Panthers are doing. I know they started off the season like hot, and it looked like they were going to kind of be a sleeper team. But since they've, since then, they've cooled off. But they've been making these trades, kind of like win now. Yeah. Like, roster moves so i'm just kind of confused what's going on like they picked up first they picked up cj because jc horn got hurt so then they picked up cj henderson. henderson okay cool then they picked up stefan gilmore all right and now like yeah. sam darnold is hurt and they've they've kind of been in a funk and he's been looking like he's not that guy well he isn't that guy but he's been even looking like more of not that guy so now they pick up cam so I don't really know what they are they what they're expecting here. Are they are they expecting Cam to like, you know, turn things around for the rest of the season, or is he holding off until Darnold comes back? Like I don't really know. As far as the move itself, I mean, I'll have to see it on the field. I mean, because we saw Cam Newton last year, um, and he didn't look the best. But I mean, also he didn't have much to work with weapons wise so he'll have more weapons here in Carolina Christian McCaffrey if he can stay healthy and then they also have Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore and that defense has been playing well so I mean I I mean there's opportunity here just because of how the AF the NFC has been playing out so far mm -hmm. um, that I think they could uh, they could potentially sneak into that last wild card spot because as of right now the Atlanta Falcons are in the mix and they're the only team that's, uh, I think, at or above 500 that's in that mix. The other teams in that mix are like the, hunt, the, yep. Vi the Vikings and 
one other team I forgot. So I think they, uh, I think they, there's potential for them to sneak into the seventh seed for the playoffs. But I mean, that's their ceiling. Best case scenario, if everything else goes right. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I just wanted to point out something that my guy Drew, aka Paris from Ania, was pointing out in the chat. He said, so the Panthers didn't want to pay Cam. They paid Teddy Bridgewater. They're still mm. paying Teddy Bridgewater a little bit of money. They mm. got Sam Darnold. They picked up his option, as you told Thank me you. yesterday. And they re-signed Cam. So... What's going on? That's what I'm saying. Like they they've been making kind of like win now moves, but those those aren't really win now moves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like they're they're acting. I mean, they're moving as if their Super Bowl window is open when it's really not. It's, so it's not even a window. Like, yeah, yeah. So I'm just confused. What's going on over there? It's it's throwing me off a little bit, but I just wanted to say I'm happy for Cam. Uh, deserves to be in the league for sure. Um, I know he would be like a super celebrity backup, and that's kind of, kind of not what you want. But, I mean, right. he gets the opportunity to go somewhere he's familiar with and, and hopefully, you know, do some good things. So we'll see. It remains to be seen. I uh, don't really want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. So let's jump into surprises this year, man. You want to do surprises or disappointments? Sorry, surprises. I got, I got one. Remember y'all? You and Bank cooked me. Y'all was cooking me on the on the, oh, the Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I told you, bro. Like they, you know, what I'm saying they're competitive, bro. I told you they was competitive. I still I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. But yeah, no, I don't, but, I don't but, think. But I thought. Hold on, real quick. I thought John Gruden would still be their coach up until this point, and I thought they would yeah. probably lose a couple of more games. But. But they were cooking with him too, though. They were cooking with him too. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. They started off a little hot. They still like five and three, I want to say. Yeah. So, um, they've been good. But yeah, let's, let's jump into the Raiders, man. Let's jump into them okay. since you brought them up. I mean, I don't really have too much to say about them. I think, I think they are they are what I expected they would be. Like they're just like they're competitive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're just competitive. I don't think. I don't even. I don't even think it's a lock. They'll make the playoffs though, because I mean, you still got that. that Every division, team in their division currently yeah. has five wins. That division is kind of jumbled up, jumbled up right now, and it could go either way. I ultimately, just I just ultimately think the Chiefs will uh, like come out of the, the division at the top just because of talent alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, but I think the Chargers and the and the Raiders they'll kind of be in the mix for like second and third. I still, even though the Broncos, remember I was super low on the Broncos at the beginning of the season. I'm still super low on them just because, remember how, how we discussed a few weeks ago when I saw you, I said just having an old school defensive coach in 2021, that's just that's just not a formula that I, I feel like. like that's not going to be the last time we yeah. talk about that yeah. on this, on that's, this that's just That's just not a formula. And I'm talking about Vic Fangio. He's an old school minded defensive first coach and coaches like that in the modern era they never have good enough offenses like they have to hold you under 20 points to win think about guys like Vic Fangio Ron Rivera um yeah so I just don't really trust like teams with that business model so even though the Broncos just smacked the Cowboys I don't know what's going on with that I still don't (laughs) I still don't expect them to be in the playoffs by the end of the season it's crazy though, man, that you talk about the Broncos, man. They 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 have a chance this Sunday to sweep the NFC East. 
Um, for, the, for the Eagles this week, yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. We'll that's a winnable. That. I feel like their schedule has been super generous. It has. Super, when we yeah. get the NFC East, which is an inconsistent division, you know, it's usually one good team and the other three teams in the division are bad on a year-to-year basis. And then you might have one year where there's a team in the mix, but it usually has two bad teams every year. So you get to beat up on that. They also had the Jets, the Jaguars, and the Texans, I think, or the Giants. Yeah, somebody. No, they had the Jaguars. No, they had the Jaguars and the Jets. So, I mean, that helps. <laughs> That helps. Uh, surprises. That, that's all you got for surprises. Oh, you could go ahead. I, I bet. Oh, uh, surprise for me. Um, and I'm sure you would say this as well. It's been the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, this oh, is yeah. a team I just oh. didn't. I, I well, I'm not high on Zach Taylor. For, I wasn't high on Jamar Chase, but he's also proved me wrong. Mm. Um, they just have a solid team. They just have a yeah. solid team. Yeah, I think my biggest question, I thought they would definitely be better just because I like from what I saw from them last season before Joe Burrow got hurt. Like, the offense had life to Mm -hmm. it. Um, Even before they added Jamar Chase, I didn't necessarily know what you were going to get from him. I didn't think that he, because when when Justin Jefferson came in last year, he was just ready to go and hit the ground running. I didn't think Jamar Chase would even surpass, I think he would surpass that, which he has up until this point. And I didn't know how Joe Burrow would look coming back from the ACL injury. Um, and like you said, I'm not, not a fan of Zach Taylor. But I mean, they've been solid. They've cooled off as of late, lost to the Jets, and then they lost last week um, to the Browns. But they've definitely been a, a, a surprise. Uh, I would say that for sure. 100%. Uh, you got any more surprises? Uh, the the Cardinals. I thought yeah. they would be. I thought they would be solid, but I didn't like the defense has been very good. Vance Joseph's been coaching them up real well. Um, Cliff Kingsbury has been. He's been solid. He's been solid, and I had question marks about him as a coach, like as a decision maker. Um, yeah. Um, especially as like uh, key decisions at at the end of games, which is why they kind of led to their downfall last season. Um, and I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't sure about the defense specifically the secondary. The secondary has been looking solid. Um, Cliff King, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury has been making good decisions. Even schemed up a good uh, game plan last week with Cole you know, McCoy, with Cole McCoy a quarterback. So gotta give credit to the Cardinals. Um, that that showed me a lot. That showed me a lot about Cole McCoy. I mean, it showed, I mean, it showed me a lot about Cliff Kingsbury because yeah. I kind of penciled that in as a loss. And I, I don't want to say the Cardinals did too, but they were probably like, you know, if we lose this game, you yeah. know, it's not the end of the world. We're still sitting really good right now. Yeah, they still had a cushion. Just yeah, they still they had a cushion. It was, just, it was the Rams that were right behind them, but the, it was a cushion between the rest of the pack, you know, in that division. But... Yeah, I, I kind of thought I, I, I was really shocked, man. And shout out to James Conner. He's been a surprise. Oh, yeah, too. He's been That's a been he's been a hell of a surprise too. That's a good correlation between the Cardinals. Well, a little bit of a correlation, but he's been a bright spot for them. And he he think he has the most touchdowns right now. So he's been good. Yeah, yeah I think they said last week he has ten ten total. And he's he's I think it's ten rushing and two receiving. So he's been killing. He's been freaking oh. killing. But um. I I wouldn't say that. I, mean, I wouldn't say the Falcons are a surprise. I mean, the, the NFC just the it's very top heavy. So, um, 
yeah, I wouldn't say they were surprised, but I didn't expect them to be in the playoff mix, though. But yeah, but you know how the Falcons are. They always like yeah. they like they they're just one of those middle of the pack teams every year, pretty much. Yeah. Right? It's aside been that from that, wow. Aside from that, well, since the Super Bowl, that's what they've so, been. Yeah, they've been, but with the exception of last year, because they ended up picking them. Yeah, they. But like after the Super Bowl, like every other year, they've been middle of the pack. So they're kind of doing. I'm not gonna lie, they're kind of doing what I expected them to do. But Cordero Patterson has been a very pleasant surprise. I will say yeah. that. Uh, I want to get into disappointments. If, unless you got any me, more surprises. Nah, let me start with the disappointments. You know where I'm going. You know where I'm going with this one. I think I know where you're going. You got it. We talked about it the other day, bro. Oh, 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, I was gonna talk. Yeah, I was gonna get into them too. Let's get it. Yeah, <laughs> 40, 49ers is definitely uh, my biggest disappointment of the season so far. Um, especially with your, the hype that you had coming into the season, rookie quarterback. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't at this point. I don't even know if Kyle Shanahan wanted him. Trey Lance. Um, because he's shown that he doesn't really want to play him. And then the defense has taken a step back. And I just, I'm just uh, I'm just out on Kyle Shanahan. You know, I've just been high on him the past few years. But I think I've come to realize that he's kind of, um, like we were discussing the other week, he's kind of like a Brad Stevens, you know. Mm-hmm. He really looks best when he's playing with a bunch of overachievers. If you think back to the years when he had Nick Mullins as quarterback and then just CJ Bethard too, yeah. yeah bunch of alias dudes that running back and receivers and you like oh yeah when they you know what i'm saying when they get some dudes in there for real they're gonna be nice and then, now they have those dudes you got debo sam you got brandon iu you know the running backs he's any running back that he puts in there still look good but it's like there's they, there's just been a regression since that super bowl year and it's like all right when is enough is enough you know, yeah so, i don't i i i don't I don't know. I really don't know what to say. I'm disappointed for sure, but it's like I I don't I don't I'm not understanding like why they're this so like what why they're like they're three and five. Why are they not at least five and three? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just like, I feel like if they were five and three, we wouldn't be as disappointed. You know what I'm saying? But it's just I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know because I thought the 49ers would be good this year as well. And I didn't think they would be a Super Bowl contender, but I thought they would be like at least I in the be a mix. playoff team. Yeah. yeah, I thought they'd be in the mix for that division for sure, though. Yeah, it's like I thought Kyle Shanahan was the best out of McVay and Lafleur, but he's low key looking like the worst. Yeah, even though even though Matt Lafleur did inherit Aaron Rodgers, so he has that going for him. But I, I'm just disappointed. I really am. I. I know they've had some injuries too, but it's like, what the hell? It's, they almost lost to the Bears a couple of weeks ago. They had to pull that one out. Uh, all right. Uh, another disappointment for me. Um, do I want to go there first? Oh, Washington. Yeah. I, <laughs> I forgot. I, I was... I forgot about them, but yeah, that's definitely. We gotta talk about them because I know you were a little bit bullish on them. Um, yeah, we could, we could, uh, yeah. Go if if you got another one, you could go ahead and then we could we could talk. Uh, about them. Okay, it's not a, it's not. I'm not overly disappointed, but I am a little disappointed with the Kansas City Chiefs. And here's oh, why: yeah. over the last couple of weeks, 
against the Jordan Love led Packers, they only scored 13 points. The week before that, primetime, Monday Night Football, they only scored 20 points against the New York Giants. Barely won both of those games. And then, you know, we got to talk about, you know, even, even, even in some more games, they struggled and they won. Like that Washington football team game, they were losing at halftime. I was there. They did not look good. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I, I, I kind of want to ask you this too. Because, you know, it's been a lot of talk about has the league figured him out and stuff like that. I don't I don't know if the, the league has necessarily figured him out, but there's finally been some regression. So I'm going to ask you, do you think the league is figuring him out? I don't think they figure him out, but I think they need to kind of tweak their system a little bit. Um, specific, specifically with the offensive line, and they need to get... I think they need to get another playmaker at receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole Hardman, he hasn't really blossomed into what they hoped he would be. And I think it's only like his, the first few years, you know, Patrick Mahomes, like he was this wonder kid, you know, he was, we had Tyreek Hill there, you got Kelsey, but then you look behind him, you got Pringle and um, Demarcus, was it Demarcus? Demarcus Robinson. Or Demarcus Robinson, I think. And, I think teams they try are to, they try to do something with Josh Gordon too. Yeah, no, nah, we no. Nah. But um I think they need I think it's time to add another playmaker in there. I think the offense needs another element. Um another explosive element in there. Um even Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he wasn't he was supposed to, you know, not add balance to the offense, but add like a, a threat from the running back position. He, he has a really add a pop to their offense. He hasn't really added that. So I think it's they just need to shake something up and, you know what I'm saying, add another dimension to their offense, really. I yeah. think that'll that'll help out Pat Mahomes. But I don't I wouldn't say figured out. I mean he's 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 just doing he's doing the same thing that he usually does. It's just, you know what I'm saying, it's kinda gotten a little stale and there's not he's had a few bad bounces as well. You know, we've seen some of those picks come off and drop mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I think in the long term he'll be fine. Oh, the deep, the deep. Well, the defense is a, definitely a big problem. They got to get that figured out. But I think, strictly speaking, on the offensive side of the ball, I think they just need to add another playmaker to that offense. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, low key though, I feel like Sammy Watkins was like an underrated good piece for them. Yeah, I was about. To, yeah, I just I was just about to say that. Um, even though he wasn't like, you know, he wasn't like a. a the stats don't show it. Yeah, but. yeah you know, he um, he gets hurt too. But mm-hmm. I think just having another threat like that there, and I think that's what they expected Nicole Harmon to eventually come into. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't. So I think that's really the, the key issue right there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a... Uh... I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in the Chiefs, but it, it's not nothing crazy. So uh, let's get it. Let's get back to... I think you wanted to touch on the Washington football team. You can start off. I'll just I'll just follow up. Yeah, um, Washington football team, I'm disappointed. Um, and I guess it's probably because of the area I live in, the the what I'm exposed to as far as, you know, the, the local media and even some of the national media hyped them up. Like Mike Greenberg um um on, on ESPN on Get Up, he had the Washington football team taking a leap. A and, lot of people were high on them in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I, for me, like, I remember when we did the season preview, I was just saying, like, I think they would be in the hunt to win the division, but I, I had the Cowboys winning it just because I trust the QB more. 
and stuff like that. But I did not expect this, you know, tremendous fall from grace. Um, currently sitting at two and six. I know uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt in week one. Um, Heineke came in and that was still a very winnable game. You know, they had the Antonio Gibson fumble, you know, near the, um, near uh, their, um, their side of the field. And I just feel like that, well, I guess, I guess the offense is probably about what we expected, but it was the defense that we expected to take a, a, a you know, a bigger leap. You know, they picked up, you know, William Jackson III, added another corner. We thought, you know, Chase Young and Montez Sweat would be better, you know, as well as the other guys on the D-line. And, I mean, I'm sure we expected Jamin Davis to be at least decent, but he's been looking like a bust. Um, what do you make of it? I mean, the defense has been piss poor. I know they had a lot of expectations coming in. I know Chase Young and Montez Sweat said they wanted to break the the sack record, um, the like the most That's sacks. Not- by tandem on their team or something in team history, something like that. Um, But what do you make of the Washington football team? Yeah, I thought they would, even though they were seven and nine last year, the defense was very, the defense was solid, especially that front seven. So even though they were coming into this season with what we expected to be Ryan Fitzpatrick as quarterback, and you know what you get from Ryan Fitzpatrick, you get an up and down you know, type of guy, you know, sometimes he'll look like a top 10, top five, and then sometimes he'll be look like, how is this guy even in the league? But I expected <laughs> the defense to take a, a step forward and build on what they, um, what they were, build on from what they were last year. And usually Ron Rivera coach football teams, they have a solid defense. You look at the, the team that went to the Super Bowl, their number one receiver was tagged in junior and, the, and one of the main reasons they went to the Super Bowl was because they had that solid defense. So um, that's why I was high on them. But as you mentioned, the defense has just looked not even close to where we expect. We expect them to be like a top five, top ten unit at the worst. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're. I think they're close to the bottom. Yeah, they're thirty. Um, I know they're thirty second against the pass. I know that. Okay, the William Jackson signing, I thought that was a good signing, you know, gives you two solid corners on the outside, Kendall Fuller, William Jackson. It hasn't been good. Uh, Davis hasn't looked good. And then the offense, like you said, even with Taylor Heineke in there, it's kind of it's inconsistent, but it's what you would have expected. But I think because of the significant drop-off on the defense, mm-hmm. that uh, that's, that's one of the primary reasons that they're two and six. Like I was saying earlier, Ron Rivera, he's a he's another one like Vic Fangio. He's an old school defensive coach. Um, and the defense isn't even good. So what is he even bringing to the team at this point? <laughs> Nothing. So, I mean, that's that. those are the reasons why they're in the situation that they're in. I don't know where they go from here. Are they going to try to draft a quarterback this year? I mean, this quarterback draft, is looking pretty weak um, mm-hmm. as of now. Um, do they keep Ron Rivera? I don't know. So we have to, you know, we just have to wait and see. What's going I feel like on. it depends on how they finish out this year. I know, I, yeah. I know they play the Bucks on Sunday, which is kind of rough. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely, man. definitely a disappointment. I had them uh, winning the, the division. So. Yeah, I know, I, know, I know that hurts because you 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 pretty good at predicting stuff, man. So yeah, that was- I, I know that hurts for you. I was like, damn, B. Jones, and yeah. it's like, 
we at least thought like you thought like if they didn't win a division like they would be competing. At least be, at least be second. At least be second. I think they they're below the Giants right now, right? Yeah, they're last. But I mean, shit, the Giants and the Eagles only have one more win than them. So what yeah. the heck? They, for all we know, they could finish second. So. Yeah. <laughs> but um, do I got any more surprises and disappointments? I'm only the only thing I'm disappointed that the Bills lost to the Jaguars last week. I think that's my last disappointment because what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that was I don't know what that was. Um, but, uh, I mean, I would say the Bears too, just because Mac Nagy has been looking like a top, a bottom ten coach of all time. I don't even know if it's a, I don't even know if it's a tank job or like what he's trying to do. But they just they don't look ready to play any week. And um, they looked alright against the Steelers, though. I'm not gonna lie, Justin Fields is looking alright. Yeah, but I mean, they still didn't win, so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I ain't had them the Steelers anyway, but sure, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really know what's going on there. Phil's hasn't looked good. Um, his numbers don't look good, but I mean, I guess I can't really, I can't really fault him for this year because of the coaching job that he has around him. But as a quarterback, if you come into the league and you have like a bad situation, you know, it's kind of hard to bounce back. You know? Yeah. I mean, we kind of saw with Jared Goff in that first year with Jeff Fisher. He just looked awful. But then Sean McVay um, came in. He looked decent. He looked all right. So they're going to have to really hit on this next hire. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, uh, That's all I got as far as, you know, the the midseason recap. Uh, No, we can predict these games real quick. Um, Okay. This week already started off bad. I'm pretty sure if we would have recorded yesterday, you would have picked the Ravens to win. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened in that game last night. I don't know what happened, man. But uh, let me let me pull up the schedule on my phone. Uh, let's get it. So Sunday slate, we got the Buccaneers taking on the Washington Football Team. This could potentially be Tom Brady's last game uh, in Landover. But I said that last year. Well, I said that when he was on the Patriots. On the Patriots, yeah. And then he ended up playing them in the playoffs. And now, since they had a first-place schedule, he's here again. Uh, I'm just going to pick Buccaneers for the both of us. Is that okay? (laughs) All right, next game, Cowboys-Falcons. I think the Falcons can potentially make this game a little interesting, but I'm going to pick Dallas to bounce back and win. Give me Dallas. Next game, Titans-Saints. I'm going to take Tennessee here. Alvin Kamara has already been ruled out for this game. Um, that is a huge blow. Um, I think Sean Payton's going to have Trevor Simeon looking a little better in week two. I mean, he looked good last. He looked all right last week. But I think you know, the game prep, you know, he'll he'll look all right. But I, I like the Titans to win this game. I'm high on them right now. Yeah, Titans looking real good. Give me the Titans. Next game, Jaguars, Colts. I know Urban Meyer got a big win last week. Um, but I'm a, I'm a rock with the Colts. I don't want I don't want the Colts to win this game because uh, you know about my NFL futures this year. But I gotta pick the Colts. Uh, what are they at right now? Five wins. Four. Four. Uh, yeah, give me the Colts. Next game, Patriots Browns. I'm gonna take the Patriots in this one, man. Um, I feel like I feel like they're starting to hit their stride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The last couple of games, I've been impressed. Uh, they beat the Chargers. Then they um, they took real good care of the Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold. I feel like they're starting to hit their stride. And I think 
then they can pick up another win here. So I'm going to go with the Patriots, man. Kind of a big game for both teams. Uh, both teams are currently five and four. Yeah, Pat's been playing good ball. I think uh, Belichick, he can, um, the type of quarterback that Baker Mayfield is, I think he can cook up the right defensive scheme for that. So give me the pass. Chuck has also been ruled out in this game. Deionis Johnson. Really? Yeah, oh, COVID. And I guess, I know if you're vaccinated, like you, there's a chance you can play, but they ruled him out. Yeah, give me a pass. Um, next game, Bills, Jets. <laughs> I got the Bills in this one. You mean Bills? Yeah, they bounce back after an embarrassing loss last week. Next game, Lions Steelers. I'm gonna take Pittsburgh. I'm gonna take Pittsburgh, man. Uh, they've, they've, they've. I, I didn't mention them as a surprise, but I didn't think they would currently be five and three through the first eight games. I thought they'd be like three and five to be honest. But I'm gonna go I mean, the Steelers. But that's yeah, I think. Yeah, I didn't think they would. I don't. I can't say. I mean, they've been where I expected them to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? They are, they they run, their identity is through the defense. Ben does mm-hmm. just enough to get them a win. Um, as far as this game, I could see them getting this. Where is it? Is it in Pittsburgh or in Detroit? It's, it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, give me Pittsburgh. But I wouldn't be like, just because the, uh, just because of their offensive identity, I, if they lay an egg, like this could be like a This game. could be the week for sure. I definitely yeah. agree with that. Um, next game, Panthers, Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray is questionable for this game. Um, I, but I, I don't even think it matters. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna take Arizona, man, to keep rocking. They're, they're one of those teams, they're having a year where it's like I don't want to pick against them, but like they've been playing that good. You know, the 15 and 1 Panthers, um, the 49ers that one year where they were like crazy, like when they had Kaepernick and stuff, like, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't really want to like pick against them type thing. They just they're just rolling. They just I don't know what's going on, but they're just freaking rolling, man. So I gotta and like last week showed me a lot. So I'm gonna pick Carolina. I mean uh, Arizona. Yeah, I don't expect Kyler to play or Hopkins, but I think they'll be fine. Um, For sure. Next game, Chargers Vikings. I'm kind of struggling with this one. Um, Chargers. What's Chargers record? Five and three. The Vikings are three and five. I'm kind of struggling with this one because yeah, Vikings they've been they've just been inconsistent. Like they'll look decent at times and then they'll just fall apart. Uh, this is probably Mike Zimmer's last year as their coach. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll take Chargers. Watch well, them pick the Vikings and and they get blown out. <laughs> I'm a- <Man. laughs> <laughs> I I don't know why, but I want to pick the Vikings. But I mean, it could go either way. It could go either way. Uh, Chargers are currently three point favorites for my gamblers out there. Next game: Eagles Broncos. I'm a. Where's this game at? I'm gonna take the Denver Broncos at home, and I'm gonna also take them to sweep the NFC East. How about that? Give me Philly. I like it. I ain't mad at it. Next game, Seahawks, Packers. We'll get the return of Russell Wilson this weekend. Don't know if we'll get the return of Aaron Rodgers, though. Um, I'm going to take the Seahawks. Yeah, give me the Seahawks as well. This is a must-win game for them as well. Next game, Sunday Sunday Nighter. Chiefs and the Raiders. I ain't picking Uh, 
I'm never picking the Raiders to win a game. I just, I, I, mm. I, I don't know if I ever explained to you why I don't like the Raiders. Nah, give it to me. All right, bro. So I was tell, I was talking to Bacon the other night. I think it was a couple of nights ago. The reason I don't like the Raiders is because last year they played the Atlanta Falcons. And I had them in some parlays. I had some bread on them. They, they messed up all my damn parlays, bro. They played the Falcons. They didn't just lose to the Falcons. They lost to the Falcons 43-6 to in Atlanta. So mm. I officially hate them. But I don't even remember that game. 43-6? Yeah, they got smacked, bro. I remember. <laughs> they got punished, bro. It was... It was a, it got, they got absolutely destroyed, bro. Um, and I just wasn't, I just wasn't feeling John Gruden anyway. But I mean, they they won five games so far. They exceeded my expectations for them. But but I'm gonna pick the Chiefs to win this game. Yeah, give me the Chiefs as well. Um, even I'm not not too confident in. They I'm not confident looked, in the pick either. They haven't looked good, but just off the principle, give me the Chiefs. For sure. And in the Monday nighter, we got the Rams and the 49ers. <sighs> I don't think we'll see Odell this week, but Same. it don't matter. Yeah, I got the Rams in this one. I'm gonna go Easy. Rams. Um and real quick before we get up uh, get up out of here, let's uh, I'm just gonna briefly announce the current playoff picture. Um Tennessee Titans in the AFC currently the one seed, seven and two. You have the two seed, the Baltimore Ravens at six and three. Um, the right. three seed is currently the Chargers, who sit up top of the AFC West. They're five and three. And you have the Buffalo Bills at five and three. The um, the Raiders would be the first wild card. That's crazy. Um, the Steelers also um they would be the second wild card, and then. The Patriots would be the last team in right now. And in the hunt, that's a freaking gauntlet. In the hunt is the Chiefs, the Browns, the Bengals, the Broncos, and then even the Indianapolis Colts, who are four and five, are still in the hunt. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even re- I didn't even realize the Chiefs weren't in it right now. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not. Because they lost they lost to the Chargers. Right. Yeah, I ultimately see the Chiefs moving up. Um, you know, I'm not high on the Steelers, so I can always see them sliding down. Mm-hmm. Would you, you say is in there the Chiefs, Raiders? I mean, you said the Raiders, uh, Steelers, and the Patriots. Uh, Patriots currently hold the last wild card spot. You got the Chiefs, the Browns, the Bengals, and the Broncos, and also the Colts, who are four and five. But the five and four teams are the Bengals. Browns, Chiefs, and Patriots. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see the Patriots um, staying in there in that mix. Yeah, I think I the Patriots see. are gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Um, right. but yeah, out of, yeah, out of those three, that's the, I trust the Patriots the most. All right, let's get to the NFC. Um. Currently, one seed to no one's surprise, the Cardinals, but the two seed is the Green Bay Packers. Third seed is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fourth seed is the Dallas Cowboys. First wild card team will be the Los Angeles Rams. Then it will be the New Orleans Saints. And then the last wild card team, as of today, as of tonight, Friday, November the 12th, 
it will be the Atlanta Falcons to be in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, the NFC is super top heavy. I think those uh, top five teams will stay the same. Um, the <laughs> Saints should make it, um, but you got Trevor Simeon, their quarterback. So, you know, anything could happen there. Um, and then the Falcons, I mean, I mean, they could make it. I mean, I don't know. Um, but I think the, the Panthers, um, if Cam Newton comes in, he looks solid. They could they could slide up. Um, but I think the only other team really in that mix, correct me if I'm wrong, though, is the Vikings, though, right? And they all right. So really right behind the right behind the Falcons are the Panthers. Then at three and five, we have a couple of underachieving teams. Um, not really the Seahawks' fault. Um, Russell Wilson went down, but you got the Vikings, the Seahawks, and the San Francisco 49ers. So yeah, I don't really to be fair. None of those teams that I just named, their season is not over yet. Yeah, I mean they're they're in the mix by default just because the Falcons only have four wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think out of those four, I think at the moment the Panthers have the best chance to take that spot. Um, but you never know. For sure. I agree, man. Uh, but this has been a good episode, man, B. John. I really, really appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's definitely a vibe, sure. man. Always good to talk some ball with you, man. Uh, NBA is in full effect for the fans. I mean, for my audience. And uh, college basketball is also returned. So we'll get into that stuff at a later date. I uh, did want to give out my best bets. I gave them out on any of Consultants Podcast. What's the line? And um, uh, I dropped um, the Buccaneers minus nine and a half against the Washington football team. The Patriots minus two and the Seattle Seahawks plus three and a half. So those are my best bets. I think I went one and two last week. Went one and two, but the one that won was a plus money bet. So shout out to my gamblers out there. Uh, currently 13 and 10 on those best bets. Um, but NBA is in full effect. It's I can't really give those out. Cause it's freaking games every freaking day, but I'm gonna have to get back to posting my stuff, man. Uh, that was some good. That was some, you know, some quality content. I'm gonna have to get back to posting those flyers. Cause uh, starting to catch some wind of it. It's been about ten games, small sample size. I didn't want to go too crazy on any bets. Um, but NBA is here, and I'm excited about that. Uh, B. Jones got any closing remarks? Um, no. Nah, I think we hit on pretty much everything for real. For sure, man. Good. Appreciate you coming on, my guy. It's definitely been a pleasure. Always enjoy having you, man. It's it's, it's nothing it's nothing short of fun, man, with you, bro. So uh Yes sir. No, how I'll, I'll be back. Be huh? back in uh, be back eight or nine weeks whenever the regular season ends, talk some playoffs, you know. For sure, man. He'll be back soon, unless I ask him to come back before that. But yeah, we'll be here, man. It's it's definitely definitely a exciting season. Uh, still still a few weeks to go, man. Still about two months to go. So uh, let's enjoy it and hopefully uh, some of our disappointments become surprises <laughs> by the end of the season, man. But but we uh, appreciate you coming on again. And to my audience, I am signing out. Episode number one eighty two is done. Peace. <laughs>